What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Monkey Finance Show podcast. And today we're going to be recording episode number 56. And today's topic is actually brought to you by a private member. So shout out to you, Alex, for sending me the link to this Fox Business article. Um, and uh, we're going to just dive into this. I'm probably going to be really upset. Um, so if you are listening and maybe it's before bed, probably turn this podcast off and, and listen to it you know, later on tomorrow in the morning or afternoon because I'm going to get upset. So according to this Fox Business article, um, a fidelity study shows downright ugly retirement moves Americans made over the past two years. So apparently, um, a alarming number of savers have been cashing out their retirement accounts uh, during the coronavirus pandemic and now what's being dubbed as the great resignation is many, many, I don't know how many now, four or five million people have quit their jobs and moved on to either start their own business or moved on to other jobs. Um, the thing here is this article says this was done out of uh, necessity. So uh, the Fidelity Investments 2022 state of retirement planning study showed an alarming number of people either halted their retirement savings, um, really genius, but what's even more genius than halting saving for the future is cashing out your nest egg altogether. And it says they cashed out, either halted retirement savings or cashed out their nest eggs altogether as a result of financial strains from the coronavirus pandemic or after leaving their jobs during the Great Resignation. More than 40% of the general population put their retirement planning on hold during the pandemic, and the number was even higher at 55% among young investors ages 18 to 35. Oh, God. This is, this is the part. I, I saw this um, um, age group here that 55% of young investors ages 18 to 35 either cashed out their nest egg altogether or they put their retirement savings on hold. Now, I don't know about you, but this pandemic has been around for two years now. And first of all, if, if a pandemic is causing you to be broke to the point that you have to cash out your retirement, you have bigger problems, okay? If a, if a little pandemic which let's be frank here it is what it is it it didn't cause you to go broke you were already broke before this damn pandemic and now you just you you took your best money that you could have ever had invested at age 18 to age 35 the money that would have grown to actually make you filthy rich in retirement you took that money and you took it out so you can freaking buy avocado toast, so you can freaking buy your Starbucks, so you can have your stupid 10 subscriptions to whatever the heck you're not watching because of the pandemic. My God, this has got to be some of the dumbest people on earth. This freaking generation is so dumb. This is pure moronic, 55% of you. Now, I know some young people that are listening to me, you, I'm not talking, you guys are very smart. If you're listening to me, you're probably very smart to begin with because you've identify that, hey, this guy is a truth teller. He's not out here BSing uh, like the rest of the people online. But I just, I don't know where the thought process is here. Why do we prioritize everything else except freaking saving for retirement? 
I know that thing is the the R word, retirement. It's so far out into the future. You can't imagine uh, it happening today. But it comes faster, uh, very fast, actually. Uh, I'm 32 years old. I've lived a third of my life. If I live to be 90, 96, hopefully, if you're listening, God, please let me live to 96. But if I live that long, I've lived a third of my life. The next third of my life is going to be spent saving for retirement so that the last third of my life I can actually enjoy my freaking retirement and not have to go work at uh, the the local retail store when I'm 70 years old with a freaking walker and two blown knees and a plastic hip. Like, come on. So here, here's this generation of young investors who are either quitting their jobs because it's too hard for me. God, my God, what a bunch of wusses. And all you parents that raise these wusses, what a bunch of freaking wusses. Not only that, but if you raised your kids and you didn't educate them, at least that they should be saving for some kind of future, that at least they should have a little bit of money set aside uh, from their precious avocado toast and Starbucks drinks so that uh, when a pandemic happens, they don't have to go do some stupid butt stuff like cash out their 401ks. The only thing that was actually going to help them build wealth, they just freaking ruined it. And guess what? All of you haven't even been paying on your student loans, so where the heck's the money going? Don't tell me it's going to student loans. Those things have been on, on deferment for years now. Where's your money going? I know where it's going. I just said it at the top of the uh, podcast. It's going on avocado toast, Starbucks drinks, intense subscriptions, and uh, food delivery services because you're so freaking lazy to drive to the grocery store. you got to have your food delivered. My God. Ooh, I'm getting worked up here. So let this be a lesson, guys. First of all, if you are um, or if you made this mistake, because I I've, I'm, I have to, I hate to admit this, but I've made mistakes like this, right? When I was 18 years old, I had a 401k with, with the Lowe's uh, Home Improvement. That's the company I worked with, a publicly traded company. And they matched my 401k. And I didn't have the knowledge then to be able to, when I when I quit to be able to roll that over, I didn't understand how that worked. So instead, I cashed it out and put it in a savings account for a rainy day fund. At least I put it in a freaking savings account. I didn't blow it. Uh, you people are blowing it. You're cashing it out and you're blowing it on God knows what. I know what, but God knows what. So you're blowing your money and then you're sitting here and freaking complaining that, oh, well, the system is against us. The system is rigged. While you have a $1,000 phone in your pocket, while you drive a $50,000 Tesla, right? Because that thing plugs in. Oh, my God, it's so clean. It plugs in. Where do you think electricity comes from? It doesn't just appear magically. It's not clean. Anyways, I'm getting way off topic here. Let's get back to the topic at hand. So these people have... A, have one seen the pandemic. Uh, they've also seen that uh, that um, pretty much the world is uncertain, <laughs> especially with what's going on now. Uh, they've seen inflation spike and rise. Um, as a matter of fact, seventy one percent of Americans that were observed in this survey said that uh, inflation has had a huge impact on um, on their retirement planning, and they don't know how uh, their retirement savings are going to be able to keep up with inflation. So 
I, I can tell you that if you cash out your retirement savings, they're not going to keep up with inflation. That that I can almost freaking guarantee you. And if you have a 401k, if you have Roth IRAs, if you have any type of retirement account in place now, that account in your head should no longer exist. You should treat that as money down the drain um, and continue to contribute to it, first of all. If it's from an old employer, roll it over into an IRA uh, yourself. It's done. It's a simple IRA rollover, whether it's traditional or Roth. Um, do some work on the front end, call your freaking plan administrator, ask what kind of account type this is, and then call your broker or go online like you fancy people like to do. Whatever you want to do, whether you want to do it on the phone or online, um, most of this stuff can be done online, but I like to do it over the phone just because I like talking to people. But either way, um, open up a rollover account, move this over into low-cost, broadly diversified index funds in a simple three-fund strategy like I recommend, 60% total U.S. stock market. 20% total international, 20% U.S. small cap value, and forget that this money exists, um, and you're going to be uh, a lot better off uh, beating inflation than you are cashing these things out. When you cash out retirement accounts today, you are robbing your future self. You're taking from your future so that you can enjoy today. You are showing that you do not have the ability to delay gratification. Adults can delay gra- gratification. Adults can say, hey, I'm going to be an adult today, and I'm not going to spend everything I make. But you children out there, that's you 30-year-olds too, I'll, you you fall in this graphic too, not just you 18 to... I'm even willing to give a pass to the 18 to 22-year-olds. I was one of those. I, I was very immature, so I get that. But 25-year-olds, 30-year-olds, 32-year-olds, 35-year-olds, 35-year-olds, you're probably married. You probably have kids. It's time to be a freaking adult about your finances and stop blaming everybody else around you and look yourself in the mirror and blame yourself because you're doing stupid butt stuff like this and then you're wondering why you're broke. You're wondering why the government hasn't forgiven your student loans. You're wondering where are more stimulus checks coming from. My God, you should be ashamed of yourself. The other thing I have an issue with is people are quitting their job because they're too stressed out, anxiety-driven, whatever the case may be, and they're trying to go live a life that they cannot afford to live. They want to go travel, RV, uh, enjoy the freedom of uh, somebody who's actually built a financial uh, plan, who's actually built wealth and actually can afford to do that. Instead, these people who are quitting their jobs thinking that um, they can get a $5,000 van and go across the country and enjoy their lives and never have to work again. That is a flawed, that mindset is, is a fixed mindset. That is not a, you need to have a growth mindset. You need to have a, a mindset that's always looking for the next opportunity to help you uh, uh, progress in life because life is nothing but a few uh, stepping stones, a few opportunities that open up and uh, and a few things that you say, I'm never going to do again. Like I said in in 2018, I'm never going to borrow money again. I'm never going to go into debt again. And I will make sure that I start investing and learning about investing. I will make sure that my um, family tree is changed forever. I will make sure that a legacy is left behind for my children's children. I will make sure that, and whatever that fill in that blank is, you, you work towards that. Instead, 
You, you stick instead. You, these people are sticking their hands out and looking for a free freaking handout. That's the mindset. It's a terrible, terrible mindset. You're never going to build wealth that way. I promise you, you're not going to build wealth that way. It's you have the wrong mindset, and you have that mindset when it comes to your finances. You have that mindset when it comes to your careers. You have that mindset when it comes to life, and it's a flawed mindset. It's the reason you're in the position that you're in is because of your mindset. Oh, God. I just... Alex, I think you knew when you sent me this, you were going to get me riled up. Um, I started, you know, I started reading this. And I'm not, I'll, I'll leave a link to the article if you guys want to le- uh, read the article yourself. Um, when, I, when I saw in big words, planning on hold, and that more than 40% of the general population has put their retirement accounts on hold. I just, I just, I thought, why? What else is more important than your freaking retirement? Like what else now today is more pressing than saving for your retirement? And I'm not saying you need to be putting away 50%. Why aren't you at least doing 5, 10, 15% for retirement? Why are you putting that little bit of that you were doing on hold? Why? It just, I don't understand why. And if if it's well, I don't have enough money to to make it month to month and living paycheck to paycheck. Get a freaking better job. Get a second job. Work is not going to kill you, people. A lot of you people are thinking, "Oh my god, if I work, I might die." Well, guess what? You're one. You're going to die either way. But I promise you, work is not going to kill you. Work is going to make you tired. Work is going to make you sleep better. Maybe get rid of your anxiety issues, but it's not going to kill you. Well. I hope some of you, and I don't know if this will apply to any of you listening, but I hope some of you maybe that find me needed to hear this message. Um, I've just, you know, lately I've been fed up with uh, a lot of social media stuff that I've been, you know, I've been, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's a sign of the times. I don't know what the hell is wrong with people, but I've been getting left and right uh, opinionated people on social media telling me, um, well, debt, you know, there's good debt telling me, well, my student loans are going to get forgiven or telling me uh, that it's OK to have credit cards, telling me that you can finance a zero percent car or have a or have a lease. And it's like. I followed these principles that I followed in 2018 and 2019 to get to the point that I'm at now and your theory, your opinion, your whatever you want to call it is not going to change the way I think, right? And and the reason it's not going to change the way I think is because I've seen it happen in real life. I have a, a, a actual experience. A man with an experience is not at the mercy of a man with an opinion. And I've gone through this stuff. I've cashed out 401ks. I've used credit cards. I've been in debt up to my freaking eyeballs. And I know it doesn't work. That is not the way to success. So I just stopped doing stuff that didn't get me closer to where I wanted to be. And surprise, surprise, all of a sudden, I got closer to where I wanted to be. It's not rocket science. This isn't hard stuff to figure out. The stuff that I teach, especially now, everything that I'm writing in this book, and I I know I keep talking about this book, but it's always fresh on my mind. I usually record a podcast or a video right after I write a few uh, pages in the book. So it's always fresh in my mind. But a lot of the stuff that I'm writing in there is from my own experience, not uh, somebody's theory, 
not somebody's opinion of of how to be successful, of how to build wealth. This is stuff that I'm actually doing in a real life. Uh, I'm a real person. This isn't a, some a math crunching in a chamber with no air. Uh, you know, I'm going to get 10, 10% uh, or I'm going to get a 30-year mortgage and invest the difference and the, the math here works. No, 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 no. I'm in talking about real life, okay? I'm not talking about hypothetical uh, airless chambers where your math works. Um, a lot of you too, it's funny, a lot of you want to talk about math and logic. And I've gotten a lot of comments recently when it comes to my uh, nine steps to financial freedom. Well, you know, this step, this step. You guys are using math and logic, but uh, as I always uh, come back to the and respond to the comments is, if you were using logic and math in the first place, you wouldn't be in freaking debt. You wouldn't have a 9 10% student loan uh, if you were using math and logic, would you? So you can't use the same math and logic that got you into debt to get you out. No, debt is more of a behavioral issue. It's a spending problem. And when I looked myself in the mirror and I said, you have a spending problem. You are the problem. And I pointed to myself in that mirror, something changed. I finally, I finally took control. Up until that point, everybody around me was to blame. The government, society, everybody was to blame. The banks, the banks got me in this mess. Really, the banks got me in this mess. The banks might have freaking supplied the debt. They might have uh, given me easily available credit that they shouldn't have, but I'm the one who signed on the dotted line. And when you can look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm the reason why I'm here. I'm the reason why my life is falling apart. I'm the reason why I'm so freaking broke. I can't breathe. Something in you will change. And when that thing changes, you for sure will know it's happening. It's not a, um, it doesn't take very long. It's, it's like a, a flip of a, a, when you flip a switch and a light bulb goes off, that's how quick that change is. And then from that moment forward, you make a statement. You declare something like I did in 2018, August 31st, 2018, at my dining room table, 8.30 at night. I said, I am no longer going to use debt. And guess what? I no longer use debt. And when, when you make a statement like that, and do, this is very, very important. Because when you have this part figured out, when, you, when you're debt-free and you have an emergency fund and uh, pandemics happen and market crashes happen, inflation happens, you don't have to cash out your 401ks. You know why? Because you already have a stable uh, foundation that you're sitting on. So this is why I'm going to keep harping back to debt till I'm blue in the face. And those of you that don't want to listen to me, it's your choice. But I'm telling you, this is the number one reason why I'm here. I wouldn't have $350,000 in net worth today if I still had debt because for the first half of my life, my adult life from 2012 to 2018, I had debt and my net worth was negative. That entire time, whether I made $40,000 or I made $150,000 a year, my net worth was negative because of my debt. And since 2018, I haven't made good money since 2018. My best earning years were 2015, 2016, 2017 when I was pulling in uh, just myself. I was pulling in 150000 I haven't even come close to pulling in 150000 since 2018, uh, since 2017 when I lost my job. But all of a sudden, my net worth has just skyrocketed on less money. And that's because 
these nine steps that I've outlined, these steps work. I've tested them in my real life, not in your fake airless chamber of mathematics and logic. No, I've tested in my real life. It works. It's proven. And if you just, they're so simple that you can follow it. And if you just follow it, you're going to have similar success. I'm not saying you're going to have identical success. You're not going to be like me. All of our journeys are different. Maybe you have less debt. Maybe you have more debt. Maybe you have a worse job, a a lower paying job, or a better paying job. I don't know, right? But these steps are created for anybody so that you follow the steps one by one so that you do not cash out 401ks like these 30-year-olds. 55% of you are cashing out your 401ks in the last two years. Oh, my God. You people are your worst enemies. If you just, if you sit down and think, compound it over the next 30, 35 years, I don't know what some of these balances are. I'm assuming the average, if I just go off the average balance of 10,000 for a third year old, that's a lot of money you just took off the table. And the sad reality is you're never going to get those uh, earning years back. Like You're never going to get that money that was invested is the best return you are ever, ever going to have in your life. And once you cash it out, you can never replicate that. You could never get it back because of something called compound growth. Compound growth only works when there's time. And time is limited. We don't have unlimited time. So if you if you cash it out today at 35 and you start from zero again, you no longer have that time that you that those investments uh, were already growing. That amount, a period of time is gone. You've erased it. You've essentially committed financial suicide by freaking cashing out your 401ks and you're starting from scratch. I I don't do this stuff. Have your finances in order. Live on less than you make. Budget so that you have money left over to either save or pay off debt or invest. You shouldn't be coming to the end of the month and running out a paycheck. You that you should have money left over. If you don't, you've got one of two problems. You've got an income problem, which is fine. You just get a better job or get a second job. Or you have a spending problem, which is you got to look yourself in the mirror and say, I have a spending problem. And I know that's hard for you to admit. I know that you might melt right there on the spot by admitting something like that. But you have to. You have to take control. You are in charge. Nobody else is in charge of your money. You are in charge of your money. And don't blame external factors for your stupid decisions. (sighs) I mean, this... I wish I never saw this article because I'm going to, I like to be positive, right? I, I And I'm going to end on a positive note, I promise. Those of you are like, I've never seen this side of Mucky. What the heck has gotten into it? I promise, guys, I'm going to get uh, more positive towards the end of this. But just please, please don't do stupid financial decisions when, when you know better. It's 2022. Uh, a lot of uh, people have access to, um, and choose not to, but a lot of people have access to books, whether it's through libraries or you can go to, I buy my books online from, um, from, uh, thrift books and literally they're like two, three bucks a book, but you, you can get books on personal finance, on investing, um, books like Dave Ramsey's total money makeover 
books like The Little Book of Common Sense Investing by uh, John Bogle, books like The Simple Path to Wealth by Jill Collins. You can get books online from trusted people in the finance field who can show you how to do this. All you have to do is open up a book and read it. Instead, you're getting your financial advice on TikTok, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook, wherever the hell you're getting it. Don't get your financial advice from there, please. And I know I run a YouTube channel. I know I have a podcast. That's fine. But please, please, most of the stuff on there is garbage. I am telling you it is garbage. So don't get your financial advice from there. Even if you listen to me, please verify what I'm saying. What I'm saying is my experience. What I'm saying is the the knowledge that I have is from books that I've read. But maybe you might find other things that you, or other strategies, which is perfectly fine as long as it's from a trusted source, it's time-tested, and, and it's a proven uh, way to build wealth. So the way I'm going to end this podcast today is by saying that even if you have made all these mistakes in your life financially up until this point, up until today, you have been the worst financial planner. You have been the worst money manager alive. There's still hope for you. And that hope is you educate yourself today, not tomorrow, not next week. You start educating yourself today and it starts with the simple steps. And one easy step to educate yourself today. One is you're listening to this podcast, so hopefully uh, that is bringing some sort of education to your world. But one easy step you can take is to order a book. And I, I recommend starting with, if you're in debt, start with The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey, if you're in debt. If you don't have any debt, start with either The Simple Path to Wealth or John Bogle's The um, Little Book of Common Sense Investing. And by reading that either one of those two or three books, you will be a step closer to getting out of the financial mess that you're in. And every step that you take from this point forward in the right direction will help erase all of those bad steps. Guys, I had $87,000 of debt in 2018. 87000 That's just my consumer debt. That's not counting my mortgage. And look at where I'm standing today, four years later. So if I can do it, you can do it. And it's never too late we can make all the mistakes in the world, but if we decide to own up to our mistakes and say, yes, I screwed that up, it's my fault that I'm here, and I'm the only one that's going to dig myself out of it. Well, you put that shovel in my hand and let me get to work. So thanks so much for listening today. Again, I hope I didn't disturb your sleep if you're getting ready to go to bed. Um, I try to warn you at the beginning of the podcast, this one was not going to be fun. Um, you know, sometimes I just, I, I speak from I always speak from the heart, but sometimes I get fired up about stupid stuff I see. Um lately I've been off of social media just because I can't. I just I I don't want to crowd my precious little uh mental space of, of um my growth mindset with stupid social media stuff. Um, so I've, I've chosen to not respond to as many comments. I've chosen to stay off the social medias and the internets. And going forward, it's going to be less and less of me. You're not going to have access to me on, uh, through through those medias any longer. Um, if you do want to have access to me, you can still have access to me uh, through the private memberships, or you can send me emails, um, and 
I'll I'll get to those, but no longer going to contribute to uh, a lot of the social media stuff just because it's 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 not worth my time. Um, I, I can post there and, and make content for you, but I'm not going to engage people there any longer. So thank you, thank you guys, first of all, so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you for supporting me, the message, and I hope that uh, if I was able to reach one person and light a fire up under your ass today, uh, I hope that uh, this <laughs> podcast was for you. Um, thanks again. Have a great rest of your day, and as always, remember, move obstacles, keep investing.